the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you. We appreciate that. Hope you enjoy our fine broadcast today. Kind of cloudy. Had some sun today. 80 the high before a low of 60 tonight. Might get a shower. Tomorrow looks to be cloudier. A few showers and thunder showers possible and a high of 79. Phillies with a big win last night. 17 to 3. They were supposed to play this afternoon. Got rained out in Cincinnati. So they're not, you know, they didn't play. They're coming home and they have a, a series to get ready for at home this weekend. I think it was uh, a team record, seven home runs, <laughs> uh, 18 hits. They were actually down two to nothing before the floodgates open. Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phils got the win. Although he only, I think, pitched five innings, had 90 plus pitches and you know came out of the game. After the game, he was asked about, you know, why he's not able to pitch perhaps deeper into games or, you know, what's going on with that. And, and the perseverance of the team overall. I think it's guys getting on base. Uh, a lot of the innings, not having one, two, three innings, two strike counts. Guys are, you know, they're fouling off some pitches and then getting a hit. So I think it's just a combination of things. You know, I'm going to keep on battling and working to, uh, you know, to get those shutdown innings and, you know, get back into pitching deep in games. So baseball is one of the greatest games. You can't, you can't ever predict it and anything can happen. You know, that's kind of always my mindset is, uh, you know, even if things aren't, aren't, aren't going your way and or going the team's way, Keep believing and keep working and staying healthy, and uh, you know things will turn around. It's a long season, obviously a lot longer than last year. You know we're back to a regular year, so we need to realize that, and I think we're realizing that now that you know we have a lot of baseball left, and anything can turn around. Phillies pitcher Aaron Nola, Victoria. You know he got his one thousandth career strikeout last night, which is faster than even a fan favorite around here, Mr. Cole Hamels, did it. Isn't that awesome? I think that's such an accomplishment, you know, because when you, especially when you kind of compare it to Cole Hamels, who's like a Phillies pitcher legend. It's true. Know, being that 08, one of those 08 members. So, yeah. yeah. Nothing, not to take anything away from Cole. Uh, of certainly. Of course not. You can have a lot of, cel- you know, s- s- spread the, r- spread the celebration around. In fact, last night, Alec Bohm, the third baseman, talked about what it was for such a big win, 17 runs, a lot of players getting hits. It's refreshing, right? For everybody, you know, the team, the, myself, Everybody, you know, game's not easy. There's going to be stretches where you struggle personally and as a team. And, you know, I think today was just one of those days where, you know, everybody could kind of take a deep breath, sit back, relax, and, you know, just enjoy it and have fun. And, you know, I think that's just a good thing for, you know, the team to keep us going through this month. You know, it's it's a new month. So, you know, whatever happened the first two months, it's behind us. So that's just, that's kind of the mindset here is, you know, we're, we're, we're moving forward. We're not looking backwards. Vitalik Boehm, rookie third baseman, uh, also commenting last night, Phillies manager Joe Girardi, 
on Ronald Torres getting a home run, his first one in about four years. It was the first home run. I was part of that, you know, the Yankee team in 17 that we had that year. And I thought about all the sluggers we had that on that team. And Torres was the first one to hit one. Just great. And he had a big double too. You know, he swung the bat pretty well for us in Didi's absence. And so was Maton. Those guys have done a really good job. It's good to see Torres having a lot of success. Phillies manager Joe Girardi, who used to manage the Yankees for many years, on Ronald Torres, who had a home run, one of seven again that the Phillies had last night. Andrew McCutcheon had a couple of home runs of the seven last night and also commented after the game on the uh, uh, the team contributions. Many players getting hits at 18 and all, and the, and the future benefit, the confidence that comes from that. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely jolt uh, the dugout when uh, the guy that you least expect to to hit a big homer comes up and, and, and starts, starts it off for us. So yeah, definitely. When that happened, we were all, we we're all excited, happy and pumped for him. And then, you know, Dubal right after that was able to get, hit a big homer too, tie the game up. And, uh, you know, then had a couple, had an opportunity running at third. I had an opportunity to get the run in to make a good play and bomb comes through, picks us up and gets the big hit. You know, so, you know, we had guys that we all delivered today. We all came through today and uh, we, we did our, we played our part. That's something that we have to uh, continue to continue to keep doing. We know we're not always going to score 17 runs and everyone's going to have a hit, but you know, it, it's good that it showed that, you know, we, the fight that we have and it's a good game. Phillies outfielder, Andrew McCutcheon. Did the team perhaps get a little help when they were down two nothing early? Yeah, like in the first couple of innings, we had we had a bird poop on a couple of us, so that had to be some type of luck. Something's gonna change. So we we went off that and scored seventeen runs. So <laughs> I'm not saying it's particularly the bird, but I don't know. Hey, you gotta take you gotta take whatever you can, you know. So we it, it had a couple of couple guys, you know, not just one guy, it's a couple guys. So we're like, yep, it's changing, it's changing. Here we go. I was like, it's gonna be a great game tonight, and. uh Ended up being a great game, so <laughs> not too fun to get pooped on, but uh, that was a uh, it was good to be able to win in the fashion that we did. Phillies <laughs> outfielder Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon's funny because you know maybe maybe that was the mark, like the bird was putting a, a a mark on the season, a literal mark. How the first part of the year has been, and then moving forward, it'll be you know a line of demarcation. It is a long season. Last year, they were in kind of intense mode all year because it was just a 60-game season. But this year, it's the full-blown 162. And uh, we'll see how it goes from here. Phillies are hopefully on. And and in a way, their rain out today may play in their favor to let that 17-run game from last night sink in a little further. So the Phillies are off today. They're off tomorrow, and then they have a weekend series going. Tonight, you have the Sixers in action. Game five of their series against Washington. Sixers lead that game uh, series three games to one. Joel Embiid not going to be playing. He has a knee injury he got the other night, and they're going to have him out tonight. Uh, head coach Doc Rivers on some folks' take on uh, Ben Simmons, who's going to have to certainly step up this evening. But you guys keep this Ben Simmons narrative alive, which to me is insane, how good this guy is and all the things he does. Ben is not a 40-point guy. It's not what he does. He does other things for your team. And I just don't understand why that's not sinking in in our city. You know, everybody on the team doesn't have to be a scorer to help the team. Ben scores, but Ben creates scoring for us. That's what he does. So, you know, if I'm Ben at some point, I'd get tired of it. I just would because he's just too good and he does so many good things for this basketball team. And we, and I keep selling it. Celebrate him. Celebrate all the stuff he does well. We don't do that enough. Yeah, agreed. Doc Rivers, head coach 
on uh, Sixer superstar Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons' stat line looks different every night. Uh, you know, he may score some points. He may score very little. He may get a bunch of rebounds and assists. It just depends. But the one thing you look at in the basketball is the uh, plus-minus column, which basically tells you how many points the Sixers you know score more than or less than uh, zero when a given player is on the floor. And you look at Ben Simmons every night, it's usually plus and double-digit plus. Like when he's out there, good things are happening one way or another. And personally, I'd rather have a player who's very multidimensional and can adjust to what's going on, like no Joel Embiid tonight. Ben Simmons will find a way to help the rest of the team get elevated uh, and improve the players around. And the truth is, everyone can improve, uh, whatever aspect. Until you make every single shot that you ever take, you know, there's always work to be done. So anyhow, uh, Doc Rivers there. The Sixers look to close out Washington this evening. Today, Victoria, a couple of special guests. We, um, we are, you, are you ready? I'm so ready. Who's okay. coming on? All right. We have TJ Farrell who's going to join us. He's a community events rep with the Phils, and they had this really cool auction going on. Phillies, that is, speaking of which. They have a very cool auction going on, Benefits Charity, through Friday. And they have about four dozen things you can check out, including experiences where you, you, know, you get to have Bryce Harper doing a batting session and a bunch of other things. So we'll talk with TJ about that and the work that the Phillies uh, Charities uh, arm of their their, response, uh, their organization is doing. And also later in the hour, Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews, is going to join us. He has a new book out called This Country, My Life in Politics and History. So he'll be joining us as well a little later on in the hour. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. That you gave me all your love, I'll be fine. Yes. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, School Keggy and a song called Love Divine. Phil was at the Ocean City Tabernacle uh, a couple of weekends ago. We had him on the program uh, just ahead of that. And uh, in keeping with that, there's a summer concert series really going on and, and speaker series as well that OC Tabernacle is doing. You can get more info on that, octabernacle.com. And one of the guests they're having is coming this weekend, Josh McDowell. And Josh will be on our program, actually. I think it's going to be tomorrow. So we'll get you more info on that in just a little bit. But just to give you a heads up, if you want to find out more about that, this weekend's uh, Josh McDowell appearance at the Ocean City Tabernacle and the entire calendar, just go to uh, octabernacle.com. If you're just joining us, Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, and we welcome aboard now T.J. Farrell. He's Community Events Representative with the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, we're glad to have you aboard, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great, Tim. How are you doing today? Wonderful. You uh, work in community events with the Phillies. You've done a lot of work there over the years. Before we get into the fantastic auction that's happening through, I think, this coming Friday the 4th, give a little insight into your role with the Phillies and you know, what your day-to-day work involves. Absolutely. So I work in the community events department for the team. Um, on a normal year, it involves us connecting the players with the community of Philadelphia. But um, as you know, things have changed over the past year and a half due to COVID protocols, and we're doing our best to still bring the players to the community through Zoom calls, through virtual meetings, and those sort of things. And as far as the community events go, do they tend to have a philanthropic emphasis, or might they just be some kind of a fun event? Absolutely. No, we 
we go for two separate goals. Sometimes we have a monetary goal in terms of fundraising, and other times we go for a sentimental goal in terms of having a great day for someone and not worrying about fundraising, but trying to brighten the days of people who need it most. What do you find most gratifying about the work you do? I think just the smiles on faces that we see from little kids getting to meet their heroes like Bryce Harper or J.T. Ramuto or Andrew McCutcheon, um, to the parents seeing some kids that are really going through struggling times take a break from their trials and tribulations of everyday life. Yeah, folks, just tuning in, we're chatting with T.J. Farrell. He's a community events representative with the Phillies, and there's a big auction going on now through Friday the 4th, a fantastic auction. And, of course, if it can be spelled with a P-H, it is fantastic auction, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, folks, and check it out at phillies.com. Want to get into it here. Um, it's the, I guess the ninth year for this. So folks are, you know, if they've been around for a while, they may be like, oh, yeah, they do that, don't they? And raised over like a million dollars over the last eight or nine years, right? It's a big deal. Yes, that's right. Um, we do this every year, and it seems like every year it's gotten bigger and bigger. This is our biggest and best one yet. 47 items, and I'm going through the list, and I'm thinking, you know, if you've ever been to a, an auction of sorts, you, sometimes you look at something like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure that. Say, oh, I like that. But this has a lot of items. I think people are going to be like, oh, I want that and that and that. And so they can probably have to prioritize <laughs> what they go after. I listed a bunch I thought were cool, and they're broken in different categories. So there's like current personnel with the Phillies. There's a, an alumni section. There's memorabilia and their experiences. In the personnel part, there's a virtual pitching lesson with uh, Aaron Nola. There's a, a hitting lesson with Bryce Harper, uh, virtually, of course, and other stuff. So share about those, those a couple of those personnel ones and what strikes your fancy when you see those. Yeah, our players have been gracious enough to donate their time this year again to the fantastic auctions. We have all of our stars involved this year from Aaron Nola to JT Romuto and Bryce Harper. One that I would love to point out is Andrew McCutcheon, our all-star and former MVP outfielder. He's going to take over your social media accounts for one day. So you can make TikTok videos or Instagram videos, or you can post with Andrew McCutcheon. He's going to take full control of your social media for one day. I love that. That's so creative. It's so much fun. And, you know, you mentioned the players, but there's also the, the coaches, like I guess uh, and, and manager Joe Girardi, uh, meet and greet with him. Uh, Dave Dombrowski, of course, the president of baseball operations. So as folks look through the list, you know, depending on where you're coming from as a fan, you might you know say, well, if I get a chance to talk to Joe Girardi, here's what I'd say, you know, or or ask him or pick his brain. Right. So those are neat opportunities as well. Exactly. There's something for every Philly fan in here, whether you want to Take the brain of Sam Fold as the trade deadline is approaching or whether you want to become the next MLB superstar and get a catching lesson from JT Romuto. There really is something for all fans and all age groups in this. Our two sons both were catchers, and uh, that one struck me as, I mean, they're past their playing days now. But that, you know, a few years ago, I'd been like, oh, well, it's, maybe we can get that for their birthday, for example. So. Again, exactly. Who better to learn from? Yeah. Yeah. The fantastic auction up and running again at phillies.com. Uh, one of the other things, too, that's kind of neat, offering the opportunity to design cleats, right, by uh, Philly shortstop Didi Gregorius. So if someone's yep, so creative. You, right? make the des- you make the design, and then Didi will take your design and hand sketch it onto his cleats. How incredible is that? Didi's an amazing artist, and for one game this season, he's going to wear your design on his cleats. That's really I didn't I did not know that about him. I guess I guess uh, J, uh, TJ, as you're working with the players, you're getting to you know see different sides of them as well, and, 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 right, all the time. Yep, exactly. And that idea actually came from Didi himself. We came to him when he came to Philadelphia, 
and we asked him what he was passionate about, and he's a man of many talents. He can speak a lot of different languages. He plays the piano, but he's also a fantastic artist, so we decided to incorporate that into our auction. Interesting. And on a totally unrelated note, but I, I believe he's from the Netherlands originally? He is, yep. Yeah. My wife's parents are from the Netherlands. They were Dutch missionaries to Brazil. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever I see something pop up about the Netherlands, it, it piques my interest. Uh, folks just tuning in, TJ Farrell is our guest. He's community events representative with the Phillies. They had this fantastic auction going on through the 4th of June. Uh, phillies.com is where you can get more information on this. The alumni section on this list of 47 items, one of them that really stands out for me is watching Game 5 of the 2008 World Series with Brad Lidge, who closed that, that game out. Um, you know, he's a great guy. I, I covered the team for a lot of years. He was just so approachable, too. I'm not surprised he would actually do this. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night for whatever winning group gets that item. How cool would it be to ask Philly's all-star closer, Brad Lidge, what it was like to run onto the field for Game 5 of the 2008 World Series and then finish the second World Series championship in team history? No other experience can give you that, and Brad Lidge is ready for that this season. That's great. There's also on the list Phillies alumni Aaron Rowan, who, you know, his time with the Phillies, I guess, wrapped up just before they started getting all those playoffs going and, and making the World Series and everything. Yeah, it says, crashes your virtual business meeting. And then for folks who remember, Aaron, of course, ran into the center field fence and busted his face all open and all that. I mean, he really ran hard. Oh, he's not going to do that to, your, to you literally, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not. Instead of crashing into the outfield wall, he's going to crash your next virtual meeting. So everybody is doing Zoom business meetings right now. That's the hottest thing. So imagine this. You're sitting in your Zoom meeting, and then, bam, Aaron Rowan drops in during your, your quarter two earnings meeting or your future earnings meeting, and then you turn it into a Phillies meeting instead of a business meeting. Yeah, I love that idea. And you mentioned earlier about Andrew McCutcheon taking over some in social media some other another neat personal item in the alumni section of this auction involves Charlie Manuel, uh, which that's going to be such a fun thing, the voicemail option. Yep. So Charlie Manuel has graciously agreed to personalize someone's voicemail. So we'll record Charlie Manuel recording your personalized voicemail. So when somebody calls in, whether it's family or friends, they'll hear Charlie Manuel saying that you can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> That's great. There's memorabilia, of course, autographed items, game used equipment. If that's uh, someone's speed, a lot of folks love collecting items like that. There's sets of things too, but the, and there's an experiences section as well. We don't have a very large TV, although it's a decent size. I understand there's a, a, a movie night option that you could probably pretty much dwarf anybody else's big screen. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be the Fanavision big screen over left field. Um, there's two items this year. You can do a movie night for you and your family and friends, and you get to pick the movie to put up on Fanavision. Or you can do a video game party where you and your friends get to play video games on Fanavision. We're utilizing that big screen. We weren't able to do as many experiences in person last year, but we're excited to get going again this year. On them. That's great. Now, there's something on the list that at first glance might not be that appealing, uh, but on the other hand, I'm thinking it would be, especially if you learn something, mowing the outfield grass at the ballpark. Yep. Yard work is normally a chore when it comes to cutting the grass, but this is going to be one day you won't forget. You'll actually get to go onto the field and cut the outfield grass at Citizens Bank Park. Again, not for everybody, but boy, if you're a landscaper or you enjoy cutting the lawn, this is the one for you. 
Now, does it does it have some uh, creativity, or does, is it more about learning how it's done and then trying to do it as close as you can to making those X's look good and everything? Exactly. Our our grounds crew is going to come out with you, and they'll teach you everything that they know. They've agreed to be part of this experience, and you'll get to meet and greet with them as well. I love that. You know, when you, when folks, again, folks is tuning in, TJ Farrell is our guest. Uh, he's a community events representative with the Phillies, and they have an auction going on, the fantastic auction through June 4th phillies.com for info 47 different ways you could help out and on the funds a portion of them go to phillies charities and some other sort of good sources but just the, the neat opportunities that you know depends you look through the list and have fun with that just like you said like a landscaper there are a lot of folks who make a living work in the soil so to speak and for them to be able to do that and maybe learn even some uh trade secrets so to speak about how to do their job better i'm guessing could come out of something like that because to, to you know people take it for granted just like uh I know nights where I used to leave the ballpark and I would see the, the staff cleaning the ballpark and thinking, especially if there's a day game the next day, it'd be like, like, how do you prepare for company, so to speak, for 30 or 40,000 people after 30 or 40,000 people were just there? So similarly, I'm guessing this would be a neat experience to, to get an insight into, into how it's done. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not only the thirty to 40,000 people there, but it's also the millions watching at home to get to see that outfield grass. So there's a lot of pressure on that job, but they're going to tell you some secrets of the trade when you're down there. Yeah, and one other experience, TJ, too, that I'm, I'm sure folks can resonate with, the opportunity to throw out a, the ceremonial first pitch. That's uh, Speaking of nerves, too, I think I'd like – I played ball my whole life, but I'm still not sure how I would do. I'd like to think I wouldn't – I've known you for a long time, and I can guarantee you hit it out of the park. You throw a strike right there in the middle. I have no doubt. Well, I, I need you in my ear before I go out the mound. If I <laughs> are, are you, by the way, are you allowed to? Uh, are you allowed to bid personally? You work for the Phillies. I mean, I I am not allowed to bid since we came up with the list. Um, okay. But anyone at the Phillies is allowed to bid outside of our department. Yes. Okay. Okay. I can see that being like, man, this is kind of fun. You know, it's like, well. You know? Oh, trust me, you and I both. I looked at the list of 47 items, and I think I would want to do all 47. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. DJ Farrell's our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, community events represent with the Phillies. Uh, speaking of which, they were rained out today against Cincinnati, so that series got cut short a bit. But they did have the uh, 17-3 win last night, seven home runs, 18 hits, actually down to nothing, and then they just poured it on right till the end. Aaron Nola got the win and its 1,000th career strikeout, which I think is the fastest in Philly's history, uh, even faster than Cole Hamels, who did a number of years back. Sixers home tonight against Washington, game five of their uh, playoff series. Sixers lead that three games to one. We'll see how that uh, shakes out. Sixers looking to close out Washington tonight. We have a quick break. We'll come back and keep our conversation with T.J. Farrell going and uh, you can, again, check out more about the auction they're doing at phillies.com. Also, Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC, the uh, show Hardball with Chris Matthews. He'll be joining us. He has a new book out called This Country, My Life in Politics and History. Back with more in just a moment, WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 433 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL was mentioned just a few moments ago uh, that we're looking forward to having Josh McDowell, uh, author and apologist, traveled the world, served the Lord for many years. He's going to be joining us tomorrow in advance of his appearance at the Ocean City Tabernacle. He's going to be there a couple of days, uh, Saturday, June 5th, 
just a few days from now. 10 a.m., start time for that. It's a seminar called Discover the Evidence. And then uh, on Sunday, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., he'll be uh, doing part of the worship service. The Discover the Evidence seminar on Saturday features an interactive presentation of historical artifacts, building confidence in the reliability of Scripture, and uh, tickets for that, just $25 for adults, $20 for students. Available at octabernacle.org. Then Josh McDowell again Sunday morning. He'll have messages addressing the importance of healthy family relationships. 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. You can grab a full schedule of speakers, concerts, conferences, and other special events at octabernacle.org. And again, Josh will join us tomorrow on the program to talk about that and some other stuff, too. He's written like 150 books, literally, in his lifetime, including Evidence That Demands a Verdict, which I believe is his very first book and maybe one of his most well-known, more than a carpenter and a number of others, also very popular over the years. And uh, he's spoken to millions of people in the last 50-plus years. So we're very privileged to have Josh McDowell joining us tomorrow. But today, we're very privileged to have a couple of special guests, including T.J. Farrell. He's community events representative with the Phillies. They had the fantastic auction going on through this Friday. Uh, almost four dozen different things that you can bid on if you want to. Is there one... Or two that, that strike you as most interesting, whether you were allowed to bid on, on them or not. Um, there's so many good ones. Yeah, I'll go right down the list of you said of the four categories. Yeah. The first one um, for the player experience is the virtual workout with Alec Bohm and Dong Lian. Um, that is going to be a really cool item where Dong and Alec Bohm will do a virtual workout with you and your group, and they'll also give you a private workout regimen for you to do at home with just common household items. So that's one that I would pick from the player experience, from the alumni experience. He's actually calling the game for the Phillies on YouTube against the Marlins. Dan Plesak, our former left-handed relief pitcher, is going to throw live DP to a group on field. So I've always wanted to take some hacks from home plate of Citizens Bank Park. If you're (laughs) like me and you want to, this is your chance to take some swings off a former all-star closer. So I can't wait to see what group wins that one. Yeah. For the experiences, we mentioned the movie night and the uh, video game night as well. Yeah. But there's also two experiences for private suites to come down to a game this year. Um, And if you're like me, I miss seeing my friends and family during the pandemic, but there's no better place to get everybody back together than a ball game. So there's two private suites available for games this season. And then finally, for the memorabilia, there's so many good, unique items this year. There's a Mickey Mouse statue from the 2010 All-Star Game that is truly one of a kind. But the set that I have my eyes on that I would bid on if I was able to would be a starting lineup of nine autographed bats by Silver Slugger winners who have played for the Phillies. And it's got every big name you can think of. Howard, Utley, Rollins, McCutcheon, Harper, Realmuto, Schmidt. Darren Dalton, Jay Bruce, it's such a great lineup that I would love to have in my man cave, that's for sure. <laughs> that's great. That's great. TJ Farrell, kind enough to hang out with us, community re- uh, events representative with the Phillies. Uh, and you mentioned that we've known each other for a long time. Uh, and in the context, maybe a neat way to kind of wrap up our conversation, too, this fantastic auction, again, going through the 4th of uh, June at phillies.com and get more info. Uh, benefits, among others, Phillies Charities, and also uh, the Greater Philadelphia Chapter of uh, the ALS Association. Um, but I'm thinking about the Phillies charity specifically and how there's so many. Are there a couple that, that come to mind that people may know off the top of your head that, that 
Phillies Charities works with, or maybe even some lesser known ones you've come to appreciate? Yeah, we've we've been fortunate enough in our department to meet some incredible organizations over the years. Um, the ALS Association of Philadelphia is one that is near and dear to the Phillies family. We've been working with them for over 35 years. Wow. Um, although there won't be a Phillies festival this year, we're working on creative ways such as the fantastic auction and autographed memorabilia in grab bags that are going to raise funds for the ALS Association of Philadelphia. But there are, are so many incredible organizations that we have been able to use our platform as the Philadelphia Phillies to connect with that. Um, we feel very fortunate to know as many organizations as we do, and we can't wait to meet as many more representatives from new organizations that come along. By the way, the fantastic auction actually coincides. I guess the end of it coincides with when the Phillies recognize Lou Gehrig Day, who, of course, the former great Yankee first baseman who passed away from ALS, and it's often known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, so that's uh, those coincide uh, on Friday the 4th, right? And is there anything happening at the ballpark specifically you're aware of or – uh, That's correct. Okay. We'll have pregame events dedicated to that. Uh, we'll be selling grab bags with autographed memorabilia from the Phillies this season. Um, we'll also be having some in-game interviews and video clips from our past relationship with the ALS Association. That's great. That's great. Uh, and TJ, just on the on the side, kind of related to all this, uh, I, you know, you and I have gotten to know each other partly through the Phillies charities part and the community outreach that involves the philanthropic side of things. Just a quick story and and leads up to a last question for you. A couple of times where I've worked with you and done some DJ work when the Phillies have gone into Nemours in Delaware. Um, but mm-hmm. The pl- players come, right, and you, and you help some of the kids who are going to be in the hospital for an extended period of time. A couple of years ago when Gabe Kapler was still the manager, I saw him kneel down and talk to a little child in a wheelchair. Um, when the event was like done, he was still there. And um, he was just taking his time. All the players took time. They were very kind, took stuff in the photo booth and all that. But it's something that I remember Gabe getting criticized in other ways, uh, you know, at times. And I thought, but, you know, this is a piece of something. People don't see this. And he's he's taking time. There's nothing in it for him. And you mentioned Jimmy Rollins a minute ago. Leslie Goodell, who, of course, longtime broadcaster and reporter with Comcast, mm-hmm. told me one time, she said, Tim, you know, um, there's stuff Jimmy would do people would never know about. He went to visit like a... She, she had a friend who was in the hospital, and he said, I'll go on one condition, that, that there are no cameras there. And so I, I set the, say all that to set it up as a question for you. You know, you've worked with lots of players over the years, and I'm sure that many of them have done wonderful things. Is there any kind of a neat little story or just a, a glimpse of char- people's character that maybe people don't see, and they're not doing it for that, but that you've been able to observe just as, in the day-to-day work that you do? Yeah, Tim, that's a great question. Um, you you always find yourself. I, I'm a Philly fan through and through. I root for all four major sports. Um, I went to college, Big Five schools. Uh, I love Philadelphia sports. But knowing the players personally, you find yourselves rooting for those ones who are just incredible humans off the field. Hmm. Um, and one guy that comes to mind immediately is our pitcher Zach Eflin. Hmm. He is one of the greatest, nicest human beings you'll ever meet. And He's so down to earth and it's great that he's having success on the field, but his success off the field is just like you said with Jimmy Rollins. He doesn't always need the limelight. He just wants to do the right thing because he knows it is the right thing and he knows the impact that he has. So um, there have been times where he's been in Florida in the off season and he's flown back for a night just to make kids nights when they're sleeping over at the clubhouse and they get a, a big league surprise when Zach Eflin and his, 
wife Lauren come walking out and surprise them. Um, mm. So anytime Zach's on the mound, uh, we're rooting for him as Philly fans, but yeah. uh, we're rooting for him a little extra because of the work he does in the community, him and his wife Lauren as well. That's great. That's great. Thank you for sharing that picture, TJ. And for the work that you're doing there with the Phils, it's a, it's a neat, neat blend of being able to have fun, raise some funds, and, and cheer on the team. And the summer's rolling around, you know, and, and the restrictions are changing. So it's becoming more and more of a, all right, we can exhale again a little bit. Let's uh, play ball. So thank you for taking time with us today. Hey, anytime, Tim. It's great hearing your voice again. I can't wait to see you at the ballpark soon. T.J. Farrell, Community Events Rep with the Phils. The fantastic auction going on through Friday at phillies.com with a brief break. And then another Philly guest will be joining us, national figure, but has his roots in Philly, Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews for a couple of decades. New York Times bestselling author has a new book out. It's called This Country, My Life in Politics and History. Back with more in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. AM 560, WFIL.com on the app, as you heard there. It's Tim DeMoss Show. You'll know him as the former host of MSNBC's Football with Chris Matthews, New York Times bestselling author Chris Matthews joining us. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? Hey, Tim. How are you doing? Now you've got him with a Philly accent, so you can recognize my voice. <laughs> how long? How long was Philadelphia your main home? I know you grew up here. Well, what? I grew up uh, enough to catch the accent. Uh, I, I grew up there, and then I went back again and again. My brothers all live up there. Well, I went off to Holy Cross when I, I went to LaSalle High School, but then I went to Holy Cross. Yeah. And but I, you know, I, I somehow kept. Uh, you know, I'm rooting for the Sixers. You know, I know what's going on. You know, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, I think they're a powerful team. They might win it. Who knows? I agree. You know, you you brought up a good point, LaSalle. My sons played baseball uh, locally uh, in Montgomery County, and I remember driving away from a game that was played at LaSalle High School. And isn't there a sign on the way out, something like "Leave to Serve" or something? I forget what it's called. Is that was that there back when you went to school there? No, but I think there's. I think they have my picture there too. They got the Hall of Fame lined up there somewhere. Um, yeah, that was a great school. You know, that's where Tom. That's where uh, Goldman went, and uh, Paul Harrison. That's right. That's Paul right. Harrison, Paul Harrison invented the jump shot, <laughs> 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 and he didn't make the Hall of Fame in my high school until after I made it because he didn't make the team because Obi O'Brien, the coach, dropped, wouldn't put him on the team because he wasn't good enough. No way. Really? He was a, he was a, he was at Villanova playing intramurals basketball when the coach of the varsity saw him play and put him on the team. And then he was like one of the great All-Americans of all time. He's, he's one of those rare walk He wasn't even a walk-on. He was recruited for the intramural team. It's really? a great story. Really? Asthma. And he wouldn't and he wouldn't go to San Francisco with the team. He stayed and played for Camden in the Eastern League. I know you know I know all this because I gave it in a speech at Villanova once. Well, you I, well, and you've got all these doctorates, right? Like Temple and St. Joe's, everybody around it. You have a, all these honorary doctorates. I got them all except uh, I got uh, Arcadia, and I got uh, Drexel, where my dad, and my brother went, and I got um, all the other big five except for Penn. Yeah. Wow. I got St. Joe's, St. Villanova, Temple, LaSalle. Wow. Well, well, I love that stuff. Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews and New York Times bestselling author. Brand new book out this week, 
This Country, My Life in Politics and History. This Country, My Life in Politics and History, and it's uh, my incredible adventures in life that I never got to show on TV all those years because, I mean, I was in Africa for two years. I was out there on my motorcycle, my 120 Suzuki out in the middle of nowhere, and I hitchhiked through Africa by myself all the way up to Kilimanjaro. I spent years working in, in politics inside with Jimmy Carter as a speechwriter, right on Air Force One to the end. We found out we lost. I was a tip on the in the back room fighting Reagan for six years. I was in Berlin as a reporter covering the fall of the Berlin Wall in South Africa for the first election. I was with Archbishop Tutu as he voted. I was in Northern Ireland for the uh, Good Friday talks. I've had an amazing life in politics, watching democracy at home and looking, watching people abroad wanting to find democracy, wanting to have it like we have it. Right. Right. Well, so, so on that point, because I mean, obviously, can only in, in the few minutes we have, name a thing or two you hope come to the surface for folks who, when they read this country, that they'll come away with. Well, in politics, democracy works. It's not perfect. I have stuff in there like shenanigans that went on in the Senate when I was working there. Uh, the things that uh, don't ever come out. A, a lot of it is PR. A lot of it's shenanigans. It's games that play. Politicians organize demonstrations. We organize a demonstration against them. Uh, the speeches are written by people like me. It's not always on the level, but it's a great system because when it comes down to it, people like Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill can make decisions and make deals. At its best, it's about compromise. It's about both sides realizing they've got to make it work for the country in the end, uh, getting together when we're faced by a threat from abroad. It's about the best system we have. And, you know, I think uh, America is a distinct country because it's not an ethnic group. Some people think it is, but it isn't. It's about believing in something. It's about believing in fairness and democracy and independent freedom, people's freedom. Yeah. You know, when I was at the Berlin Wall and I asked people what freedom meant to them as it was coming down, people were talking about economic issues and stuff. And finally, a guy said to me, talking to you, that's freedom. Hmm. Standing here in public talking about democracy and and capitalism and socialism, we could. And then a woman said to me, and this I'm taking notes all the time, said we couldn't do this two or three weeks ago. So the very idea that we taught in grade school and maternity, BVM, and St. Christopher's in Northeast Philadelphia, we heard about the evils of communism. Turned out to be right. It was an evil system. And I got to see that end, the end of the Cold War. And we were hiding under our school desks up there at St. Christopher's for many years, afraid of Russian bombs. And that all ended in 1989, in 1991, finally. And uh, I got to see it. I got to cover it with the people involved. And uh, that was a great life experience to see the whole thing turn around. What went around came back, and we got to see communism for what it was. It's still there in Cuba, but uh, I think it's been exposed for what it is. And that's been a great experience for me. And also to see Africans get to vote for their own leader, picking Mandela, who's a great man. And to see people like Archbishop Tutu getting to vote for the first time. 62 years old, I was standing next to him when he yelled, yippee, literally, yippee, because he got to vote for the first time, having been humiliated under apartheid. Um, I got to see all that firsthand. I knew these people. Um, I got to interview Mandela when he won. I got to interview the Germans when their wall was coming down. You know, I was with Jimmy Carter right there when he lost. I was with Tip O'Neill when he fought Ronald Reagan every morning, personally with him every morning when he'd say, what's up? Wow. <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> what should I know? <laughs> Anything special? I mean, he would grill me. What's right? Because I'm supposed to be his top guy and tell him everything. And I've had an amazing political career in life. And I know democracy is key. The whole world 
at its best is trying to get what we have. We got to keep what we have. I think we have to work at it. Philadelphia's own Chris Matthews. Congratulations on this country, my life in politics and history. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. It's good to be in Philly today. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Former host of MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews. Joining us on our program, new show, or, uh, new uh, book is called This Country, My Life in Politics and History. Brief break. We'll wrap up our program in just a moment at WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. It's 4.54, the Tim DeMoss Show. We have a few minutes here to take care of a few items. Let's see. First of all, we'd like to just do a couple thank yous. Our partnership with Bible League in May went great. The goal was 2,200 Bibles for 12 different uh, countries in Africa for new believers who don't have a Bible. And uh, going into Memorial Day weekend, we were 114 shy. Made very steady progress all throughout May. It was neat to see just kind of it moving up, up, up in a nice linear fashion, basically. And uh, came back into the station. I guess what's today? Wednesday. Yesterday morning and eventually got the update from Bible League after the holiday weekend. And we had gone past the goal by over 400. So we went from being behind by 114, entering the because we're wrapping it up. So that's very exciting. And so just to personalize this, I want to just do a few names. And I'd like to do that the rest of this week. Just to, just to thank people. Uh, Bryant and Norristown, seven Bibles. David and Bridgeport, uh, 40 Bibles. Salvatore in Philadelphia gave a couple times, six Bibles, and then 20. Had a lot of people do that. Like, did the once and another one after that. Diane in Philadelphia also uh, wanted to help out with four Bibles a month ongoing, which is really cool. Lee in Doylestown, 10 Bibles. Randy in Philadelphia, 10. Christine in Sicklerville, New Jersey, two Bibles. Lawrence in Alden, PA, 20. Wally and Ben Salem did 20. Carol in Doylestown, five. Clifton in Norristown did 50. Alana in Philadelphia, 8. Cheryl in Philly, 10. Thomas in Philly, 10. E and B didn't give their name, just E and B in Ambler did 40. Ken in Elkins Park, 10. Karen in Maple Shade, New Jersey, 5. You get the idea? Folks are helping out whatever level they can. So that's just some of the folks who helped out, uh, those who called in. That's not even touching the folks who went online and gave. If you want to join the party, so to speak, we have left the banner up on our site at WFIL.com. It's just called Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa. We're at uh, 2,659. The goal was 2,200. So we're 459 past that. And uh, we, lead, we know life is busy and some folks meant to do it, didn't. Hey, we're allowed to go past the goal. So we'll leave it up there through Friday. You can also call 800-YES-WORD. Each Bible, just $5 in the recipient's own language. So uh, be aware of that if you want to help out. Thanks to all who have done so. Also, just a quick note. There's no perfect time to say this. I'm on Facebook today, and I get this friend request from an exotic Russian lady uh, with like three names, and she's not wearing a whole lot of clothes. And this, I'm just throwing this in here because this is, just like I'm maybe blindsiding at the end of the show, this is what happens. I'm just working like, but it's like, uh, no, thank you. Block. Goodbye. And I, I just want to say that because if you let something sit, you wind up sometimes getting drawn in. First uh, Corinthians six talks about this. It says in verse 18, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, 
But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Whenever it comes to obeying God, I mention this, God wants us to obey right away, not sit and think about it. There's no scripture that says sit around and consider or get close to sin and see if you can resist it. On the contrary, verse 18, flee from sexual immorality. That means hightail it out of there. So I'm bringing it up simply because I'm sure I'm not alone in getting these Facebook friend requests from Natasha or whoever it may be or wherever the temptation comes from. Flee. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.